So yeah, well, are you just going to do the Skywalker films then? You're not going to bother with the. No, I'm going to do um, do the original trilogy. Yeah. Oh, I'm really quiet. Um. Yeah, I'm going to do the original trilogy first. Yeah. Then. See how we go from there. See how it pans out. I might do original trilogy. And then. Just. <laughs> Just ignore the prequels. Well, yeah. Well, there's no need to. There's no need to acknowledge them. Yeah. Still, thank fuck. Mm. That's the one thing. I don't that... think I should start with Rogue One because it doesn't give like it's not really an accessible. No, but I, I think Solo is accessible. Solo is accessible. That's why I'd say it's a good one to start with. Yeah. That might be an idea. I think I did bring Rogue One. And, and Rogue One. Yeah, I think I don't know. I feel like to. At the end of Rogue One, you want to see what happens next, and so to, yeah. if you want to feel think... that, you start with you do a New Hope, don't you? Yeah, so I'm going to start with a New Hope, mm. okay, because that's where literally where it all began. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe do a New Hope, Empire Jedi. But I think the thing, the part sequels. of the thing of the benefit of doing the newer ones now, I guess, is that because they're modern films, they they've got that pace and that you know spectacular and all the rest of it. Mm. It gets you involved in it, so that when you get to a new hope, when it, the pace does slow right down, yeah, you're already invested, and you're you're like you'll you you'll have more invested in where R two's going and what's happening when they're mm. like trolling on the desert in Tatooine because you've just seen a whole movie of people dying for what's in his head. Yeah, so, do you know what I mean? So it might mm. I can see the benefit of doing it either way, but plus Rogue One's just a fucking banger. It is a banger, <laughs> like it's a sick banger as well. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean. Mm. Anyway, but if only we had a podcast to listen to that would give us any indication of. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Oncast. My name is Dom. As one half of the Oncast, I'm joined by Tom. Say hello, Tom. Hello. So we now live in a world. Hello. Of... <laughs> hello. Goodbye, my. Co- Sorry. Jesus. Um, so we now live in a fo- world for the sequels, prequels, remakes and reboots, and we understand that sometimes life gets in the way, and you're not always going to be able to catch up before a new one comes out. This week, following our epic Star Wars rewatch, we are reviewing the newly released Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. It's the, the new Star Wars movie. The, the Rise of the Skywalker. The, the Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. Rise of the Skywalker. The Rise Does, of the Rise. Doesn't matter how many times you say it, it's still a crap title. It's a um, dumb title. Yeah, it is. So, okay. So, obviously, there's a lot being said about this at the moment. Um, you and I have seen it. I've actually seen it multiple times Yeah, now. you've seen it, what, twice now? Maybe? Three times. Three times? Yeah, which is a bit, oh, shit. Which okay. is a bit much. Um, but that's just out of circumstance. Like, we had, like, multiple different friends wanting to go, and then I actually got the opportunity to go to a screening this week with a Q&A with the cast and the directors and yeah. the writers and stuff. And I'll talk about that maybe as a post credits thing on yeah. this. I'll yeah, talk yeah. about what we what I gleaned out of that. Um, but yeah, so it's happened. Um, you and I haven't really spoken about it. We haven't. We've barely spoken since either of us have seen it. No, it's been it's been radio silence because we were waiting until we had these microphones in front of us. <laughs> yeah. So now we're here, hmm. and I need to ask you, Tom, what did you think of the Rise of Skywalker? I am honestly I'm very very disappointed to say that mm. I thought it was incredibly average. 
and quite a bit of a letdown in quite a lot of places. Okay. How did you feel about it? Exactly the same. I yeah. was. I can't remember being so disappointed yeah. in a film. Um, don't get me wrong. I didn't. I don't hate it. Yeah. I well. But it was one of those things where it's. <laughs> so I described it to someone as um, you get you go into your favourite theme park, but two of the best rides are shut. So you're seeing things that you're and you're having fun, but that's not why you went. Yeah, that's not what you went for. You didn't go for that one thing. Yeah. What we saw there was not what I wanted to see at no. all. But like, I'm that's what I'm struggling with, and hopefully we can talk about it on this. Is that it's the reason I was disappointed by it, and the reason that I didn't like it is because it didn't do the things I wanted it to do. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't, I don't know where the line is where I can say it's a bad movie mm-hmm. and it's a case of it just didn't do what I wanted it to do. Yeah. So where, where's the line there? I think there's a bit yeah. of both. I think there's a bit of, there are things that I think are fundamentally just not very good. Mm-hmm. And there are things that I'm just disappointed that they didn't do what I wanted. Yeah. And I've got to try and find separation between those two yeah. things. I feel exactly the same way because overall as a film, it works. Does it? It's got beginning, middle and end and there's structure to it. It's not a particularly well written film. It's no. not a particularly well like laid out film. The direction in it is okay. Mm-hmm. Nothing to write home about. And the the connective tissues to the other films exist. Just. 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 My, yeah. What this film is, to me, feels like a massive walk back. Yeah. Of everything, it's reactionary, and I wish they'd have been. Yeah, I wish they'd have stuck with their guns a little bit. It's more. it's reactionary, and it's it's going. But it's very much in the same vein of things like. And it's funnily enough, it's Chris Terrio again, the writer mm. who was involved in Justice League. Yeah. Justice League was a was a reactionary thing, and was made the way it was made as a reaction to the negative feedback they got mm-hmm. from BBS. And this is exactly that for Star Wars. And there is there are so many choices and things they do in this that you can see the cogs in the background, you can see the thought behind it and you can see they're doing this just to please fans. Mm-hmm. Like everything in this film is either a MacGuffin, mm. a fetch quest or a set up to a pithy line. Yeah. And like, there's nothing wrong inherently with like MacGuffins and stuff. Like Star no. Wars is built on MacGuffins. That's fine. Yeah. But it's just like, there comes a point where you've made it too convoluted. Like the first half of the movie, there's so many different MacGuffins. There's like, there's a MacGuffin to get the MacGuffin. Yeah. There's like, there's, you have to get the dagger to get the beacon that will take you to the place. And then 3PO's got it in his head. And then we have to go to another place to get a guy to get it out of his head. And then it's like, why have you added all this in there? Like it's complicated enough as it is without you overcomplicating yeah. Yeah, yeah. it like this. And like we we'll talk about it now in general terms. It feels we get... like everything has been walked backwards. Yeah. It feels like they've gone. Where do we need to end up? Yeah. How do we get there? Yeah. Nothing feels like an organic pace yeah. of following through a linear arc. No. It's, and it's not. It's not a sequel to the Last Jedi. No. At all. Like none of it carries on from that. It basically just it ignores a lot of it and just sort of does its own thing. And what it feels like to me watching this is that it's JJ trying to do what he would have done as his middle chapter, his episode eight and his, and episode, his nine, episode nine and cram them into one movie. Yeah. And like, you can't do that, man. Yeah. You can't, you can't do it. You got to deal, deal, play the hand you've been dealt mm-hmm. and pick on. And he just doesn't seem prepared to do that. So he's correct. There's a whole new plot. That's got nothing to do with everything that's come before. I mean, 
we won't get into spoilers just yet, but no, there's, I think, yeah, the main plot centers around the emperor. Yeah. I don't think that's a spoiler to say that you've seen it from the trailers. Honestly, that was a bit of a spoiler for me. But the fact that he was, because I always thought like I saw a thing on YouTube mm. from a YouTuber and a podcaster that we follow, and the when I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's a spoiler then. Because I thought, when I was seeing it in the trailers, I always thought, this is just a vision. Yeah. This is a force vision like the Cave of Sorrows from Empire. Yeah. I always thought it was going to be something like that. Yeah. And then you see it in a thumbnail on YouTube and you're like, oh, well, there's a spoiler then. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I hoped it was going to be that and they quickly do away with that. I mean, in the the opening crawl does away with that. The opening line of the opening crawl does away with that. But like... The fact that it just it comes out of nowhere and doesn't link into what's ha- happened in the previous two movies, no. or the the conflict that's been set up, which is supposed to be the first order, as led by Kylo and General Hux versus mm-hmm. the Resistance, with Finn and Poe and and um, Ray and Leia, and that whole conflict doesn't really matter anymore because now there's a new threat. Yeah, and it's like everything just. Doesn't matter now. It just wipes the slate clean, and it means like nothing. Nothing that we did in the last two movies matters. No, because now we got to go and do something else, and it's like that's just not good storytelling. It's no. not. It's like objectively, I'm, like some people are going to like this movie, and some people are going to like that they brought Palpatine back and they, on the fan service and stuff they did. But to me, it doesn't work as the third part of a trilogy because you're just introducing all this new shit that's got nothing to do with what's come before. Yeah, that's tied up in one film. Yeah, and you just. Yeah, it's, it's like a standalone movie that's got no, with some of the characters from the last films. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with it, and it's just like no. on that on that level, it's just disappointing. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's no stakes to this film. I don't know. I think there's stakes in terms of the what they do with Ray and Ben. I guess that that that's the stakes. Do you not feel that? No. Like in throughout this film, at no point did I think anyone was in peril. Mm. Did I think anything could be? Uh, anything could change. Nothing surprised me. Yeah. Every like, every beat that happened in this film, I saw coming. Yeah. With the exception of the Emperor being back. Yeah. That happened in the opening crawl. Yeah. But it's just like... And I was... So I, I sat down watching this film and I'd gotten to the point where I was like, you know what? Actually, I'm, I'm on board now. Like, I'm ready to see this. I went in, I was quite nervous, sat down. Opening crawl came up. Like, the first... Bam! Of the fanfare of the Star Wars theme came on. Star Wars logo comes up. The crawl comes up. Something about the Emperor sending out a message. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right, let's try and get, get on board with this. Are we, oh, we're just, we're just being caught up now. Yeah. We're just being caught up. We're not... There's nothing exciting here. There's not a fill-in or this is what this means and this is what this means. This is... This is where this new film is going. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay. And then you start and get in. And then it's just relentless. The pace is ridiculous. The pace is like horrible. The, like the first half of it is like it was made by a kid with ADHD. It's mental. Like everyone's running like to a point where they don't even like sometimes there are people just talking over one another. Because mm-hmm. they don't have the opportunity. They don't even they won't even let people say a line. Because there's no time. We no. have to have, like, both those lines have to be said at the same time because we've we've got so much story to get through. Go on, quick, quick, yeah. quick! And it's just like fuck's sake, yeah. nothing. And it's like right, there's this new character. This, this guy's called Dominic. This Dominic Monaghan's now in this film, and he's going to have a speaking part as well. But also, you know, 
what's his name? Snap Wexley. Snap Wexley's <laughs> in this film as well, but Poe's in this film, and they're going to have some. They're going to have some danger because they're going to be in the Millennium Falcon, but they're being chased. But then this other thing's going to happen. They're going to show you something cool, but Ray's also doing this, and the other people are going to do this as well. But then this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. By the time you get to the midpoint of the film, you're just like, I don't know what the fuck just happened. Right. Like I was exhausted by the midpoint of the film, and I just wanted it to slow up a bit. Yeah, because nothing. And that's the thing that bugs me in terms. Of, like there are things. That, they do in terms of the characters and things that I don't, I don't mind them in principle, but the way they're executed is so is bad yeah. because they don't give anything enough time yeah. to, to really, you know, get into it. I'm not going to talk specifics yet. We'll get into the spoilers later, but yeah, there are things, there are big monumental things that just don't get enough time for them to settle no. in properly no. because th- what they are is like things that should have been revealed in like in the th- middle movie and then dealt with in the third movie yeah. but because he's trying to do everything in one. Yeah it all just stretches out and falls apart. And it's like, oh, fuck. And like, yeah, I, I didn't, my immediate reaction walking out of it, on, so I went to a midnight show in on Wednesday. Yeah. And I was really nervous going in. I was really worried. I was like, oh, God. You text me. Yeah, I was like, please teach me how to be ambivalent about <laughs> it because I don't know. I'm really nervous about it and I want it to be good. And I literally... I walked out of the cinema, like, as the film was ending in that final scene, I was holding a little finger up to the to the screen. Yeah. And I walked out, I was just fuming. I was so angry and so disappointed. And that's, like, dissipated now. And, like, having seen it multiple times, I wouldn't say I like it more. I'd say I hate it less. Yeah. I hate it less than I did originally. But when I originally walked out of it, I was so fucking angry and so let down by just mm-hmm. the... the. It's like... It's cowardly, is what it feels like. It feels yeah. like they are cowards in the way they pandered to people, and That's just exactly and they just exactly the word I was looking for. And they were pandering. Just, they're pandering, and like and they even things like they make decisions and then walk even within this film and then walk them back. Like they don't even let things settle and then walk them back two minutes later. Yeah, like they they try and go. Oh, there's some mistakes here. Oh no, I oh, know really. Yeah. Just, just kidding, because we know you'd hate that. Anything that could remotely get close to the, oh the fans won't like that, so they walk you back. Mm-hmm. It's like you fucking cowards! You oh god, um, and that's that's the thing. Like I said to someone the other day, they said, "Oh, there's going to be another one." I was like, "Apparently not. Not for well, they're going to they're going to rest." Star Wars well, no, they've said bit. basically there will be a new film in 2022. Yeah, and 2024, 2026. Mm-hmm. What we've got two year rest? What those are, we don't know. I I think originally that was the series that Benioff and Weiss were attached to. Yeah. So I think on that basis. It's probably going to be the Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. I hope that's what it is. I want it to be as far away from these films and the Skywalkers as it possibly can be because they need to leave this alone now. Mm-hmm. That's my one sort of saving grace for all of this is that they have no choice now but to do something new. Yeah. And when they do do something new, it can be great. Rogue One is great. Mm-hmm. The Mandalorian, I hear, we can't get over here, is great. Yeah. From everything we've heard. From everything we've heard. So they can do new things. Like, And again... The, Last Jedi, they did new things with an existing property and it was great. Mm-hmm. Everyone kicked off about it, so then they reverted back to type because they were scared of the fanboys on the internet. Do you know, it, and it, also, <sighs> it just feels really condescending. Yeah. Is, is the main thing that I was watching I, yeah. this and I was I like... Felt, I felt condescended to, I felt pandered to, like, personally. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It felt like people are going, that's what you wanted, there you go. That's how I feel. Like, that's I talk, what you want. I've talked about that feeling from before, haven't I? I've said yeah. about that. You like that, don't you? You fucking nerd. Don't but you? that's you the like thing. That. Like Whereas, it, this, this doesn't feel. It doesn't feel as exploitative as you like that, don't you? You fucking nerd. What this feels like is somebody that's given up. 
That's yeah. that's my main takeaway. Like that's he, what has disappointed me the most is that the, the amount of people out there that love and are so passionate about Star Wars. There are people whose careers are entirely built off of their passion for Star Wars, and they get to this stage, and you get somebody like Chris Terrio, J.J. Abrams, and Kennedy, and everybody else involved in this, who's just going, yeah, you know what, fuck it, we can't win. There you go. That's what you want. And just walking away. Just from give it. them what they want. Just fuck give it. them, give them what just they want. And tell them to the fuck off. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And I felt like that. And it felt like, and yeah, okay, they didn't, I, nothing I, felt earned. No, I, everything that we wanted to see, we saw, but was done in such a dismissive way. It was a checkbox. It was like do that, 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 that. And oh, you want to see the nicer, nicer rent? Yep. Okay. Cool. You want to see this? Yep. Okay. You want that? You want, you, want the, you want the X wing to come up? Uh, uh, you want the X wing to do this? Yeah. Cool. You want? This? You want to see this again? Yeah, okay, cool. You want to see this? Brilliant. It, yeah, and you're right. That It was just a checkbox of things we wanted to see happen. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, it didn't have... Oh, fuck, I hate don't it. get me wrong. Like, I don't hate this film. I, I, I did. And now I'm... I don't know if I'm quite at that stage still. But... I mean, I'm in the green... I think I'm in... The, I'm getting close to acceptance. I'm hoping I'll get to acceptance <laughs> by Christmas. I was, I was in anger. Yeah. I think now I'm, I might be in bargaining right now. I'm not okay. sure. You're bargaining with yourself. What's after bargaining? I don't know. <laughs> um, but that's what I mean. Like I've had this sort of been going around in my head and I've been battling with it for a while. And there's situations where I sit down and I go, I did enjoy it in parts. Yeah. And there are parts that I fucking hated. Yeah. Like... One that I fucking love, Babu Frick. Yeah, everyone loved Babu Frick. Like these, like, guys, like so, the guys I went with today were yeah. loving that shit, and they were like clapping. And there are there are big crowd pleasing moments, and there are there some are. funny lines, and there's some and there good are things stuff. that pay off, and there are some quite shocking moments. There are things that happen, yeah. but it's all done so quickly; it just has no time to settle in. No, and um, it just feels. I don't know. It feels like a cynic has sort of tied this up. It feels, it reminds me very much of this, the last season of Game of Thrones we got. Yeah. They were sick of it and they were like, fuck it, just get it done. Just do it. Just sprint to the finish, get it done. And they didn't care anymore. And that's what this feels like. And I'm like, how dare you with like the, and have, you know, Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher and everyone involved and you, and you're just like, can't give a, don't give a shit about their legacy Mm -hmm. because you just want to just give the fans what they want and fuck them off. Yeah. I'm like, how how fucking dare you? Yeah, <laughs> like, I hate it. I There's hate no it. emotional resonance in this film. There's one point that I was like, <gasps> and then I remembered what I was watching and I went, oh yeah, <laughs> which we'll get into after spoilers. Yeah, um, but um, I don't know what else to say before getting into specifics. Really, I mean, <sighs> I think I overall, think... I think if you've watched all the Star Wars films up until now, I mean, like one of our things that we get at is. You know, go and see it because you'll see, you'll see it get tied up. Go However, it, you yeah. feel about it, you might love it, you might hate it. Yeah, I was with, I went to go and so I've seen it multiple times. The first time I walked out of it, I was uh, pretty much every like, so two of the times I went with groups of friends who were Star Wars fans. First time I walked out of it, really didn't like it, and neither did the other guy I was with at the time, who was also a massive Star Wars fan. We spent years talking about it. We were both had the same reaction, we really, really didn't like it. Today, I went again with two other friends who are also massive Star Wars fans, walked out of it, and they both loved it. Yeah. And I didn't. And they didn't get it. Yeah. So it's completely personal. And that is the thing with Star Wars. It is so personal. Um, And people are looking for different things for it. And it does hit a lot of those notes, and it does satisfy the Star Wars-ness. 
It does, and it does deliver a lot of like this sort of spectacular scenes yeah. and like big payoffs and well, like, like big just... set action set pieces and lightsaber fights yeah. and like army and like aliens yeah. and space monsters and all that sort of stuff. That's all in there. Yeah, and then I feel like there'll be a lot of people like casual sort of moviegoers. Like I've sort of said to my yeah you know, my dad and my brother and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, did you not like it?" And I was like, mm, "No." But if they went to go and see it, they go, "Why?" Yeah. It's fine. It's no different from any of the other Star Wars films. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand it. And, but they're the same with, like, when we tell them, oh, lot, not a lot of people like The Last Jedi, they go, why? Yeah. They don't get it. Because they're not in the bubble that we're in, yeah. which is this whole, we, you know, get the, the backlash and the, and the conversations yeah. about it and yeah. the, the discourse surrounding it. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I wouldn't say don't go and see it, I guess. I would just say, and I would have said that if you'd asked me on Thursday morning. Um, <laughs> Someone literally on Thursday said, oh, I was going to see it. I was like, no, go and see Jumanji instead. So don't give Disney your money. Fuck them. Yeah. Um, that's how I felt, but I'm, I've mellowed slowly now. Yeah. Um, I've stayed pretty much exactly the same. I came out of it and I went, huh. I think part of it is because I've seen it since. Yeah. In the meantime, you've only it, seen it Honestly, once. I was a little bit sad when I was driving back and then I was like, and I literally rationalised myself on like the 45 minute drive home. Yeah. I was like, you knew it was going to be like this. But I didn't want it to be. I, was I so, didn't want yeah. it to be, but I knew it was going to be. I had that sinking feeling, and just as it was happening, I was like, oh my God, this is just, this is just, it was worse than I thought it was going to be. And yeah. it was just like, oh, fuck. Um, but yeah, regardless of what we think, mm-hmm. you might love it. And, yeah. and by all means, go see it um, and see the, the whole thing out. Um, but we're going to now get into some spoilers about yeah. some specific things Spoilery's, that we did or didn't like. Spoilery, spoiler bits. Spoilers. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah. So, there wasn't a single fucking surprise in that entire film. No. Apart from the fit bit where they fake blew up Chewbacca, and I was like, they're not going to do that. No, they wouldn't. And then he was dead, and I was like, oh, oh, wow. Like, I'm really sad that Chewbacca's not in this film. And then I went, everything they've done so far, none of this has been a surprise. Chewbacca's obviously alive. There's no way. The thing that annoyed me about that was that how quickly they resolved it. They should have left that because that, that again was something that could have been like, I feel like again, having seen this film a couple of times now, I feel like that was the, the structural point where that should have been the end of episode eight. Mm-hmm. Like Ray discovers she's a Palpatine lightning comes out and she thinks she's killed Chewie. Yeah. And then you end. It's like, fuck what a dark note to end it on. And then you come back in the third one. It turns out Chewie's actually alive. Yeah. Has been held captive by the first order. And we know that. We know that, but Ray doesn't. And Ray's still beating up inside about, well, maybe I am evil then. Because mm-hmm. I killed Chewie. Look what I did. And like, but they don't like like she feels guilty about it for all of about two minutes worth of screen time. And then they go, Oh no, he's alive. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want to piss anyone off. No. It's like, no, we couldn't actually hurt, like hurt Chewie. But then and then like it's it's a missed opportunity to give Chewie an amazing moment. Because they could have if they just left that. And then saved it for the third act. In the third act, when everything seems lost, suddenly Chewie from within the Star Destroyer leads a fucking revolution of all yeah. the like prisoners. Yeah. And takes it down from the inside. What a fucking great heroic moment for Chewie. Mm-hmm. But they went, nah, fuck it. We'll get him back in. We'll like um Ray Finn and Poe will come and rescue him in about two minutes after we pretend he's dead. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's fucking pointless then, isn't it? It's yeah. just... 
Do you know what really, really frustrates me? What? So, one thing that I've always sort of shipped since episode seven oh. is the relationship between Poe and Fitz. <laughs> yeah. And no, they've got to make it very, very clear that he's a hetero sexy man. Then the first thing that they they do in this is they've got them like the old married couple, but then they're working really to, well together. As See, a that team. was cool. I love that. And I was like, I really like this. I really like that they're sort of soft shipping this. And they're not making it too obvious, but they're doing it in a way that you go, oh, these guys are in a relationship. Hmm. And then they keep having the old married couple thing. And you're like, you, you've, got, you've got two people that are really good at like selling this. But don't keep doing it in every scene. Yeah. Like, and just like, ease it back a bit. Like, that's that's the thing that I kept finding with this, is just, like, ease it back a bit. Not everything has to be the most explosive, gigantic, bombastic, red, shooty laser thing. I know, it's just, it was and like, spectacle. Like, it just feels, it just felt so pandering. And they say about, like, the new Star Destroyers with the planet-killing lasers. And they're like, oh, yeah, that was a probably real reaction to Star Killer Base. Fucking nerds, because we get that you we get that you didn't like that, and you said that it was too similar to the Death Star, so we're going to make it sound like it's stupid within our own film. And you're like, just shut up, like take it for what it was. Like, I, none of that is ever practical. But like they just they don't. Yeah, it, it's again, it's the the content they have for the audience in terms of not bothering to explain things. Yeah. So like Palpatine's back, we never get an explanation for why he's back. He just is. Yeah. And like apart from Dominic Monaghan making some vague comment about oh Sith magic, I'm like what the f- who the fuck? Why is Mary here? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> like what's happened? <laughs> Fucking Brandy Buck. Um, well, that's the thing. Like he turns up as like an expository device. And then just fucks off again. Yeah. Then comes back to deliver a bit more exposition. Like, we need to do some hold on maneuvers, do some real damage. It's like, no, nah, come on, that was one in a million. Like, yeah. they, 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 like, no, that's a stupid idea. That was one in a million. Just, oh, just fuck off. Just stop it. It's like every time there's every like slight reference to anything that's got anything to do with the last Jedi, they just go, no, fuck that. At the table, the worst one that I really fucking hate is um, Rose. There's a scene where, where they're all going on this adventure together, and Finn goes up to Rose and he says, Rose, this is your last chance. Are you sure you don't want to come with us? And she's like, no, the general wants me to stay here. And like, she may as well have just turned to the fucking camera and gone, no, sorry, all the trolls really hated me on the internet, so I'm going to stay here and do fuck all. Bye, yeah. have fun. Yeah, exactly. And literally just stays. And I think that is disgusting. That mm-hmm. is fucking disgusting from JJ and the rest of it. I think yeah. it's fucking, like the shit she went through, yeah. that letter that she wrote about how she felt about yeah. it, and then they sidelined her and didn't let her get involved yeah, in exactly. this one and just put, sat her behind a desk for the whole rest of the yep. movie. I think that's fucking diabolical. It really, it really makes me is, angry. It's awful because that's the thing. If they had the bravery to turn around and be like, you know what? Like, we're going to do a lot of this stuff that you guys want, but that thing, that one thing that you really bullied somebody for, yeah. that you ruined someone and pushed them off of social media, someone that was like a really big thing for them, that the fact that you fucking nasty pieces of work did this, actually, yeah, we're going to let it go. It's fine, we'll get rid of her because we know you didn't like her because you just want to give us some money. Yeah, that's the, and that that attitude is what makes me hate this film in a way. Like, not, well, not, like, it's the extra stuff. So, like, narratively and all the rest of it in Spectacular, just as a Star Wars film, it's one thing. Yeah. But all that extra stuff and that attitude behind mm-hmm. it makes me really not like it. Yeah. It just all feels and just, too and tidy. Like, and, like, just every opportunity they can. Again, like with Luke. Yeah. 
I hated that bit. Like when he, he turns up and like catches the lightsaber and goes, that's no way to treat a Jedi's weapon. I was like, we get it. We fucking get it because everyone was pissed off because he threw it away and yep. now you've got him catching it saying that that's disrespectful. And she goes, I'm doing what you did. I'm running away. He goes, I was wrong. Again, you may as well just turn to the audience and just go, we were wrong about Luke before. This is Luke now. It's like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, could you not have... Could, that's the mo- one of the most frustrating things for me is that, is like, the way they left it with Luke at the end of Last Jedi was that he sacrificed himself for the Resistance and then they had that beautiful little scene at the end with the kids who were inspired by him. Yeah. That's your narrative thread you pick up in the next one. The next, like the, like the fucking galaxy is under the boot heel of the First Order, mm-hmm. but people are rising up and yeah. fighting back because they're yeah. inspired by what Luke Skywalker did. Yeah. Because he was one man against an army. And this is this like legend going around about how no matter how small you are, you can still stand up. And I'm yeah. like, what an amazing legacy for that character. And you can retroactively make people who hated The Last Jedi maybe like it a bit more and appreciate it a bit more because yeah. that's the legacy. That's what Luke left. Yeah. No, nah, can't do any of that because that would be acknowledging The Last Jedi, which I didn't make. So fuck you. Yeah. Like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm like, I'm completely on board. There's just so many things like... <sighs> That just should have been, like, the pace of it. Like, the Lando bit. Lando, yeah. That right. would have been great if they'd have just given it a little bit more time. Yeah. He had, his reveal was great, and it was a big crowd-pleasing moment. Yeah. Where he takes his helmet, like, Chewie's st- uh, Wookiee's standing there in a crowd. <laughs> yeah, and you go, hey, that's Lando. And then you're like, come with us. No. Okay, he's done. He comes back. Yeah, it comes back for like 30 seconds. But yeah. he's in that film for like a minute and a half. Yeah. Maybe two minutes. But like he turns up to... Because that's the other sort of pandering thing as well. It's like he turns up because all the new young characters can't do anything. They're yeah. shit. And they, they're only by using the old characters from the 80s can we actually win this. Exactly. Like even like to a point they... they First in the big battle, there's that. And then they nail that point home again with the fact that like when Finn needs saving and Poe's trying to do it, goes, yeah, you're not as fast as me though, are you? You fucking nerd. You're not like me. Not like old Star Wars. We'll save yeah, the day. Exactly. <laughs> like, fuck's sake. This so is pandering. The, like, this isn't me making it political, but it just feels like the... Uh, it feels like the old man fantasy, like... It is. Film. It, it feels like fan fiction. Like, I was watching the whole thing. It's like, this is this is like the fan remake of The Last Jedi that they tried yeah, to yeah, fund. Yeah. But then someone gave them the funding and got J.J. J. Abrams to direct it. Like, when it came up at the end, I was like, it should have been written and directed by the internet. Yeah. Because that's what it felt like. As it, and like, so I went to this thing on Tuesday and Chris Terrier was talking and he was talking about how working with J.J. is amazing and they it's like sitting and playing with your Star Wars toys. Yeah. And how amazing that is. And it's like, yeah, that's great, but then when the film you make sounds like that mm-hmm. and looks like it was written and directed by two six-year-olds smashing their Star Wars toys together, yeah, then it's not a fucking good film, is it? Then it's just the ramblings of a toddler, yeah, and that's what it seems like because that. And then the and then the Emperor comes back. Oh no, yeah, and then he shoots lasers up into the skies and knocks all the and then the Star Destroyers and they come up from under the ice, like. Shut the... F- that's not the way to make a no. film. Like, No, it's just the lowest form of pandering throughout. And you just go... You, by the time it finishes, you go... Do you know what the saddest thing for this, or the whole thing for me? What? Is this is the last film yeah. of a nine-series saga that's been going on since 1978. Yeah. 
And this is the note they leave This on. is the last film know, in that nine film saga. Fucks me off, I hate it. Because that, yeah, what a shit note to end it on. And it's just like... What a way to end it on. It's just some sort of damp firework that kind of went off, but at the same time you just went... But things just... Okay. Things just weren't done properly. Like, so the predictable thing of Ben, of Kylo becoming Ben Skywalker, Mm -hmm. or Ben Solo, whatever... It happened, but they don't give it any sort of time, really. Like, they have... There's one nice scene between him and... They bring back um, Han. Yeah. And that is nice. Doesn't make any sense, but it's nice. Yeah. And, okay, fine. But the problem is, after that, he doesn't say anything for the whole rest of the film. I'm like, can he not talk to Ray? Can he not, like... Or make some sort of apology? Or, like, sort of some remorseful... Oh, God, the things that I've done and... Or just, just talk about what's going on in his head. What's the thought process? Because all I can tell is happening. He's midway through a fight with Ray. Leia, like, reaches out to him and he feels her. And then, then he's a good guy again. Mm-hmm. That's it. I was like, really? So the, the villain that we follow for the last two movies, who's been, who killed his master ahead of time, has been trying to kill our hero. And now you're telling me because yep. he had a vision of his mum. And... Now, What's the first thing he does in this film? The first thing he does, outside of the intro of flying and killing people on planet, the first thing that this character does outside of a set piece... Is create his mask again. Is create his mask again, then... So he puts that back on because everyone wanted to see that. Yep. And then... Uh, but they make it cool this time because it's got red lines Yeah, on yeah, because they can sell a new toy. Yeah. And same with the, lights, the lightsaber as well. We broke the lightsaber, but it's back now, but it's got a big thing over the front of it so you can get the Rise of Skywalker edition. So we got that. And then um, also we've got the bit where he goes from being Supreme Leader Kylo Ren to Kylo Ren again because he's now got to be under the control of another master. Yeah. Because we're all too stupid to think that we can, that this character can act under his own power and is evil because we all want to see him be a good guy. We all saw that fan out online where, where Ray's got a red lightsaber and Kylo's got a green one. We all saw that and we all thought that was really cool, yeah. didn't we? We all thought that was really cool, so let's do that. Oh, like, oh yeah, fucking Leia gets a lightsaber in this one. Don't. I'm, honestly, I'm so upset about how they treated Leia in this. I'm so upset about it. I think it's, again, really fucking disrespectful and disgusted. Like Because that was the thing, again, I, this one of the things Chris Terrio said at this thing I went, he goes, we had certain... Um, guiding principles that we wanted to stick to and one of them was to make Leia part of the Jedi pantheon right I'm like okay when you say these guiding principles again you sound like you're saying stuff that is a box to tick mm-hmm. and making Leia a Jedi again in principle I've got no problem with it but you can't do it like Carrie Fisher sadly passed away mm-hmm. and it sucks and it's, it's you know everyone's heartbroken about it she was this amazing person she's not here to give that the weight it deserves. No. You would want her to be able to give a speech about, you know, I tried my daughter training and then I turned away from it because of the A, B and C. Yeah. And you need that exposition for her to explain it to Ray and have that conversation. You can't have that because she's passed away. So don't try and retroactively do it. No. Without, and also without her input. Yeah. Because Carrie Fisher is a writer. And like there's all these stories about her and Ryan Johnson sitting down and talking about yeah. her character and like and really getting into it. And this character that has defined her life. 
yeah. and did define her life for 40 plus years. Mm-hmm. So she would have something to say about it. She would have input. And to then make this massive change in her character at the end, after the fact when she can't do anything about it, no. I think is fucking disgusting. Uh, yeah, I hate it. I hate it. And again, they're just doing it because that's what fans want. Yep. Fans wanted um, Leia to be a Jedi. Do you know what really, really surprised me? What? Is that, firstly, the um, lightsaber was blue again. Yeah. Like, they both had blue lightsabers because, or, well, not anymore, but canonically, in all the Star Wars stories mm. that came before, when Leia was training to be a Jedi, she had a purple lightsaber. Yeah. So in all these, like, legacy books or whatever they were, she had a purple lightsaber. So why they didn't put that in? Because it's more powerful to have two blue ones. <sighs> it looked like when they're, stand, when they're standing side by side and she's got layers and he's got Luke's. Yeah. Again, or Kylo have... t- again f- the whole thing with Kylo turning up and being a good guy and killing all the Knights of Ren and everything and facing down the Emperor, he doesn't say anything. No. It's so frustrating that he doesn't say anything. But like, I get it, because he's not... But also, like, there's just, just plot holes. Like, So when he turns to the good side, would he not then put his mask back on, go back to the First Order and say, right, all these Star Destroyers fire on the Emperor's Star Destroyers. Yeah. Why did he not do that? He has an army at his disposal. He's the supreme leader. Yep. But instead of doing that, he went, no. Like, they forget about him for, like, ten minutes, and then he just turns up. Also, how is it that he can detect all of this stuff but can't detect that Hux is the spy? Who cares? Hux got fucking done over big time. Hux got done over. I'm the spy. Oh, are you? Yep. Dead. They just killed him. That's it. And it was like, but what a fucking waste of a character. And that's that's the thing. If, like, Donald Gleeson's performance was worse, or if something or other, it's the fact that the Star Wars, it feels like people have gone, oh, he's really annoying. Let's get someone that's, like, a bit like Peter Cushing. So you're going to get Richard E. Grant, someone with just a posh English accent, just to shoot him. If, If that had been in eight... Yeah, fine. Yeah, fine. Because we would have seen him from a film in a bit. We wouldn't have seen him sort of build through. Yeah, and then we wouldn't have and again, seen. Again, that's what 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 would have been the interesting conflict in the bad guy. Yeah, rather than have it be Kylo dealing with another master again, you've got these two rivals. Who one's the military leader and one's the force leader. Yeah, and they're the two rivals at the head of the army. And that's what was like. Everyone talks about like how. Ryan Johnson like closed so many doors and couldn't like didn't leave anything for him to do. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about yeah, exactly. so much. Like, there's so many threads and things you can do. And again, like that was another one where yeah, so you've got this this conflict in the like that great scene in Last Jedi where Hux is reaching for his blaster, and then Kylo wakes up and goes, oh shit, what happened? Like, yeah. I love that. Like, that's so good. But nope, none of that. No, nope. don't have any of that anymore. And he just and he just fobs it because why are you helping us? Goes, I, don't I don't want you to win. I just, I just need him to lose. Like, to lose. Yeah, but if we if he loses, then the first order lose. So you lose. Like, but the, again, because you don't, don't report into anyone now. No, you don't report into Supreme Leader Snoke anymore. Does he? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the first order or anything. Again, the first order and that whole conflict doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it's given some lip service when he's on the planet with Carrie Russell's character, and they talk about how all the children keep getting taken. Yeah. And then again, that the new character, uh, Jana, yeah. she talks about how her and her whole company threw down their like their blasters. Again, yeah. why not go, we heard what Luke Skywalker did on Crate and we decided to throw down our blasters. Just exactly. do that. Just yeah. do that. It's so easy. Why the fuck but you didn't make that one, did you, JJ? So fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's 
with all the things that happen in this, it just feels just the lowest form yeah. of pandering. And that's not to say that you can watch it and can't have fun. And that's not to say it's one of those, not my Star Wars. Uh, what I'm saying is I watched this and I was quite disappointed with quite a lot of it. Yeah. But my takeaway was that it's my least favourite of the three modern ones. Oh, yeah. my it, I did my ranking of Star Wars the other day based on this now. And it's down, I would say, probably because of the, the things that frustrate and make me angry about it. On that basis, I have to put it below things like Solo and Rogue One. Yeah. Because they don't annoy me as much. Yeah. There are some really cool things in this. Yeah. But at the same time, they do so much damage and it feels it feels so obvious. That's what I'm saying. If they'd have done it more subtly... Yeah. But there's no subtlety about it. If they'd have just woven it in a little bit more consistently or done it... Less overtly. It's like the opening. The opening fucking scene is just ridiculous because it just goes, "Oh yeah, no, it's the Emperor." It's that like, I've been every voice you've ever heard. I made Snoke, and it's like all this like info because you don't know who she is. Who is she? And like that, yeah. So that's the yeah. big, the big retcon in this is that they make Ray a Palpatine. Yeah, which doesn't get a lot of explanation. I don't understand how that mechanically that's meant to work in terms of who her da- dad was. So her dad was Palpatine's son. Yeah, but when was he born? No idea. Um, and. Again, that retroactively, like, because we want you and I both wanted Ray to be nobody. I've got no problem with her being a Palpatine mm-hmm. because, again, in principle, I like that idea of it being like some things are stronger than blood. Yeah. And just because you've got bad uh, past in your yeah, family, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a strong message, but you can't just shoehorn it in right at the very end. You need to give it some time to breathe. And you haven't had that because you didn't get the second film. So move on with what you've got. Yeah. But you couldn't, could he? You couldn't no. do it. Um, and yeah, who I've are got, you? I'm Ray. Ray, who? Don't you fuck it, I, mate. That I, I hated it. I hated that so much. I'm like, don't you fucking dare! If they're going to end it like that, I swear to God, there were there were two moments towards the end when that happened. It was first when uh, Ben brought her back. Yeah, I was like, don't do it. Don't you fucking do it. And they did. They kissed. I'm like, I can't fucking believe they did that. I literally just sat there with my hands over my eyes, like I can't fucking believe. It's like it reminded me of like you remember Cassian and Jin. Yeah. At the end, I was like, don't do it. Don't fucking do it. And they didn't. Nope. How fucking great was that? How refreshing was it that he didn't feel the need to do that? Yeah. With this, no. There's been no... Like, they've been trying to kill each other for two movies, and then suddenly, like, because the internet loves Raylo, and it's a hashtag, and it's a meme, yeah. and there's fan art and shit, they just go, and then they kiss. Why, though? Why the fuck? Why? And then, and then there's that fucking awful, yeah, Ray Skywalker scene, which is just... Oh, God. Fuck me, I hated that so much. Yeah. <laughs> I hated it so much. It just, that's the thing. Like, I don't really have that much to say. Otherwise, it just feels like just constant pandering. And I genuinely, genuinely want to open up this up to anyone that's listening yeah. who really, really like this. Because this is going to be divisive. It's going to split people down the middle again. Um, and already, there, yeah, it's going to be a lot of going into it is like if you hated the last jedi then you probably like it mm-hmm. i guess i've not spoken to my brother about it yet but my brother and i infamously do yeah. not see eye to eye on episode eight yeah and i know that when i message him i'm gonna say i know that he's gonna really like this happy now you won they won they won there was a there was a war in the heart of fandom and the, and fan, the fandom the fandom I, menace won 
I, <laughs> that's a great, that's a, that's a great line. But at the same time, like I don't care. I don't care if anyone won or lost or that it's a battle. I do because I have my to sit take away, this shit. My takeaway from this is that the fact that Disney kowtowed to all of this squinning, moaning spitefulness yeah. that existed out there that they just gave in speaks volumes to me. Yeah. And that's what's disappointed me the most. Yeah. Is that they just gave in to bullies. Yeah. And and I genuinely un, like that's I know, not to say that it's not an un, not an unenjoyable film. No, but like there to, are things to enjoy in this and there are things to watch and there's things to appreciate in this. But the wider message that they completely, completely pushed everything off the board I don't care that stuff that I really enjoyed in 8 didn't pay off in this. I don't care that tonally it's taken a big step back. I don't care if they've just... that Visually it's taken a step back. I don't care in the way that it's written. It's the fact... I don't care the fact that I really liked this, liked 8, and I'm in the I liked 8 camp, so I hate 9. Yeah. I'm not that. What's done me in with this is that I watched it and I went... Hmm. and left and then when I f- came out from the film everyone that I was with was like hmm. see you later then nobody cared they went and saw Star Wars they went and saw a Star Wars film they went and saw the last Star Wars film of this generation of this three generations of Star Wars films the original trilogy the prequel trilogy the modern sequels that came out of that both me everybody else that was in my group and went Cool, right, see you later then. Yeah, probably see you over Christmas. Great. Okay, cool. Bye. What's that got to say? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, but again, like, I came out of it today and we was, we did have a decent chat about it. But the guys were like, no, it's fine. I really enjoyed it. Because I can pick it apart just so I can pick apart The Last Jedi. But I enjoyed it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. But I just, I, yeah, maybe maybe we've got too much. We're taking too much into it with us. Um, yeah. And like all the stuff we've said about like the, the the disappointment of all the backlash and stuff like that. But again, like you know, for casual people, they might not even register. Mm. But to me, it does register because I'm into this. And I'm like, going to yeah. go and see this with my girlfriend. Yeah. After we do a big Star Wars watch over Christmas, because infamously she's not seen any Star Wars no. films. And I'll be interested to see how we get to the end of it. Mm. But also, it it's like I don't know. It's like a sum that doesn't make up. Because she doesn't have the same bias that we have to the original trilogy from falling in love as a child, as a child no. about it. And what's made me the most sad out of all of this is it doesn't feel like an event. I don't it know. doesn't like what's happened with Star Wars. Is there some fucking brilliant stuff come out of Star Wars over the last few years? Some of the stuff in Seven, brilliant. Some of the stuff in Eight. Brilliant. Some of the stuff from Solo, brilliant. Some of the stuff from Rogue One, brilliant. Some of the stuff from this, brilliant. You know, like the multi-jumping and like the yeah, joke and cool. he's coming, it was like, everything's on fire, everything's on fire, everything's on fire. Yeah. That's a good joke. That feels I, like it fits. I like, yeah. Um, the I fact d- that the three of them are having a big argument about it. I love like Poe and Finn were great. Like, that's the thing, that's frustrating. Like that opening sequence where they're getting chased by the TIE fighters. Yeah. And it's like... Right, this is a prime example of where you've taken the old and the new and you've melded them in together because you've got the Falcon, you've got Chewie, but you've also got Poe and Finn. Yeah. 
and they're being chased by star by it's the falcon being chased by the tie fighters right so what you, you've got a mix there of nostalgic elements and new stuff and mm-hmm. you can do that but they just they go just bring back the old bad guy from the last from yeah 40 years ago because everyone liked him can we not have a new one nah and that's the thing. It, I am a bit bitter about it, but mainly I'm just disappointed. Yeah. And that's the thing. I didn't want the lasting legacy of the last Star Wars film, the Skywalker saga, to be disappointment. To be honest, I'm like already at a point where I'm thinking about how I rationalise it going forward in terms of like, so I don't really want to have this as part of my collection mm-hmm. on the DVD. And I just like, I would think of it as being my Star Wars series starts and ends with Luke. Like, do you know, it's, yeah. it, and it tails off at the end of The Last Jedi and it's, yeah, he inspired the galaxy yeah. and that's that lasting image that you have of the, of the kid looking up and he's inspired by Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I feel the same, like, the like end. I said and to I you don't, And I can just, in my own head, I come up with my own what happens next. Mm-hmm. I don't need, and it starts in media res and it ends in media res. And that's it. I don't need this. I don't want, I don't need this. I don't need to think about it anymore. I don't want to, like, I've seen it in the cinema enough times now. I don't want to see it again. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch it at home again. I'm done. And it's fucking sad that I'm saying that about Star Wars, but that's it how is. it maybe feels. It is, yeah. And that's the thing. That's the saddest thing about it, is that it's pushed people past the point of being into it anymore. And yeah. I was sad when I heard about people being like, like I was gutted when I heard that my brother hated eight. Yeah. Because we used to have all sorts of conversations. Like, my brother and I have got a five-year age difference between us. And the one thing that really bonded us was talking about Star Wars. Yeah. Is the one thing that we always spoke about. Yeah. You know, if he was ever watching Star Wars, I'd go in and sit down and watch yeah. it with him. We famously just did not get on. Yeah. Like, because there was too big of an age gap. Yeah. And we shared a room, so we just hated one another a lot of the time. But we always got on about, about Star Wars. Yeah. My family, like, they've been running around me this week. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, it's like I've, I've gone through some real trauma. Like, they're, they're worried about me. Yeah. They're genuinely worried yeah. about me. They're like, like, going into it, they were like, how are you feeling about tonight, mate? I'm like, I'm nervous. Yeah. It'll be right. I read a good review earlier. I'm like, okay, cool. And then my brother texted me the morning after. He was like, how was it? I was like, not good. He goes, oh, mate, I'm gutted for you. <laughs> like, everyone knows how important it is to me. Yeah. Um, and they generally like, I'm like, then I had this, oh, go into the screen. And dad was like, do you, do you not want to go? I'm like, no, 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 I definitely want to go because, the, the you know, I got this ticket for this BAFTA thing. And it yeah, would be yeah. like... It's an opportunity to get. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, regardless of what I thought about the movie, it's, it's something I should go to anyway. And I did go, and it was good. Um, just to be in the same room as Billy Dee Williams was pretty yeah. fucking cool. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that sounds fucking amazing. Um, and he was just a doddery old man. Just, just you know, they kept saying, "Billy, B- B- Billy, we've only got half an hour. We got a, like." Oh really? Yeah. He was talking about books that he's read about, like like paragons of different. Like, Fucking um, arch- character archetypes and all this sort of okay. stuff. Okay, it was like really getting deep in it, and they were like, "We we only have half an hour, and we've got to get through everyone." Sorry, Billy. Like, <laughs> oh no! Yeah, um, everyone else should just shut up and listen to Billy D. They should, but yeah, um, but yeah, I don't really think there is actually that much more for me to say. No, I mean, it might be something that we end up coming back to. I mean, Star Wars is dead. Long live Star Wars. That's what. I, that's how I feel at the moment because although this is the end and it's a disappointing end. I feel like we're at a point now where we can finally forge forward and make some new things yeah. because we're out of that layer, Luke and Han and everyone projecting yeah. all their fit. Like the reason we ended up in this mess is because someone did something with the characters in the second one in episode eight and people didn't like it Yeah, because they had their own ideas of what that character should be and brought that into it. 
Yeah. And none of that exists if you start from a blank slate. No. In the same universe, but yeah. just create new characters. So whatever they do going forward, whatever this new series ends up being and whatever they end up doing on Disney Plus shows and all the rest of it, yeah. it will just be it has to be new. Mm-hmm. It has to be something different. And it won't have all that weight of expectation and people like bitching and arguing about what their version of a character is and versus someone else's. Yeah. So they have to do something new. So the one thing that's good that's come out of them drawing a line under it is that is yeah. that hopefully it means that we're going to start to see some more innovation. In it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I agree. Something like Mandalorian, which I'm really looking forward to Mandalorian, seeing. Mandalorian, yeah, like I say, do Knights of the Old Republic. Just do that. I mean, even if they just do something new, because as it goes now, people are like very aware of Knights of the Old Republic and like how it sits canonically and what the story is because people have played it hundreds of times yeah. or gone through the stories. Maybe do something that's inspired by Knights of the Old Republic that still has the element of surprise to it because no, other, be, because that's the no, thing because then they'll don't... change things and the fan planes won't like that if they exactly change and that's what I mean is I don't want something that's going to be beat for beat something we've already seen because just Star Wars the... deserves better fuck it just make the Thrawn trilogy exactly <laughs> and it's like make an at, like a make a Disney plus Thrawn trilogy or something but then just reach out to like talented writers that aren't Chris Terrios, who are just famous for being writers that have been on other things. That guy's a fucking douchebag. And what? And why have we got people like like J.J. Abrams? Let's get something new in there. Let's try something. Who should who should stop remaking? Who should have done this? Should have made this last movie. Who? John Favreau. Yeah, he's doing a great job. He's the showrunner on the Mandalorian. Yeah, and can't wait to see it. And the producer and all the rest of it. He really gets Star Wars. Mm-hmm. He understands fandom. And instead of having him make The Lion King this year, they should have let him make episode nine. Yeah. Because like I say, JJ's... To is, be fair, they gave him Lion King because of what he did with Jungle Book. Yeah. So. Which is understandable, but... But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So that kind of wraps it up, really. Which is a bit of a sad note to sort of end the year on. Fucking race Skywalker. Fuck you. I'd honestly, they're really. On, I just, that's not how families work, Ray. No. Also, and it was so like, it's so fucking telegraphed, like the bit where the little, you know, months. What's your family name? Goes, I don't have a family name. It's like for fuck's sake, there's such a thing as fucking surnames in Star Wars. Like it's like it's never been a thing. Like why is it suddenly important? Chewbacca is just Chewbacca. It's fine. Like yeah. <laughs> But like we've got like Lando Calrissian, Han Solo, and Luke Skywalker. Yeah, but yeah, we've it, got like the familial names. Yeah, Solo but, was just made up by a fucking Imperial officer. But it wasn't just an Imperial officer; it was just a guy on a gate. <laughs> it was just like, what's your surname? What's 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 your family name? I haven't got one. All right, Solo. Right, there are so many people that exist in the Star Wars universe that are like, like singular name. Yeah. And yeah. the, the the empire that, of all that. people, the imperial force doesn't. It's just one of those things where it's like you must complete this field before you proceed. And they're like, oh shit! What if I put a space in it? No, it doesn't work. I'm gonna have to put something in there. Um, to just say your name again. You can be Han Han, Han 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 Han. Han. Oh, I'm just gonna have to make something I can't, up. I so can't, low. Like I remember, I could. Think like reading bit like spoilers and stuff. I mean, if I'd read this, the leaks or whatever of the spoilers and the, and it because apparently they've been accurate mm. a lot of the leaks. And if I'd read it, I'd be going, "There's no way that's what they're going to do." That's like, the thing. Cause a lot it. of the time, these leaks that you see are just what fans want to see and would yeah. expect. But then I just go, so I'd read it and go, and at the end of the movie, 
Ray goes back to the Tatooine and buries the, the lightsabers, and then someone someone randomly turns up and asks her her name, and she says she's Ray Skywalker. I go, that's fan fiction. There's no way they'll do that. And then, oh my god, that's actually what they do. That's actually how they're going to finish this. They're actually going to forty two years. That's the last scene. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yeah. So yeah, let's leave that as the last scene. <laughs> so fuck you, readers. Fuck you. Yeah. Okay. And I'd like again. I'd, I've got. A, I'm really struggling now because I'm thinking. I'm. I'm at a stage. I'm in the place where people were were off the back of the Last Jedi. I guess. Mm-hmm. Where they had this visceral, visceral hatred for it and didn't like it because it wasn't what they wanted. I'm trying to figure out how to reconcile that and go right. Well, you don't want to be like them and just be angry at it because it's not what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Just try and be objective about it, but it's hard. Yeah, I'm just at the point now where I'm like, okay, you've made me not care about Star Wars, and that's made me sad. Yeah, I don't, I don't care now. If someone wants to have, a, if we can sit down and genuinely have a conversation with people that think this is far better than a, or that this is this grand send off that Star Wars deserves, if the, if somebody says that this is a triumphant finale to the Star Wars saga like to have a chat with you no, I mean, like, and I don't mean that in like an aggressive way I would genuinely like yeah, to have I, a sit down I don't, conversation exactly I don't want to I go I would welcome somebody onto this podcast if they have a proper and sufficient argument for this being a very good film yeah like I I don't want to I don't want to get into the stage like we, we like what we had last time with The Last Jedi where you start attacking people who like it no, no, I'm not going to attack no. someone for liking this film but I just yeah I just feel like the way they've gone about getting, like, they're desperately trying to get people to like it, and it's mm-hmm. worked for a lot of people. But for me, I can see the strings. Yeah, and I just, yeah, okay. It's not that you can even strings; you can just see people batting around things on the screen mm-hmm. and going, "That work, that work." That's what they'll like. Do you think they'll like that? What do you think, Toby, nine-year-old Star Wars fan? What do you think, David, eighteen-year-old Star Wars angry man? What do you think, Barry? 30-year-old guy that's never done anything but watch Star Wars and get really cross about eight. Mm. What do you think, whoever? And then just all these different people that are really into it. It just feels like it's, yeah, it's just a tick box. And that's it. I can't keep, sort of can't keep saying the same point over again, but it is just really disappointing. Yeah. So that I think that wraps up for Star Wars. Mm. and And the year. The year. Yeah. So um, we'll be doing some stuff for in the new year. We we talked about um, maybe publishing some lists, yeah, or listicle type things. Get some um, to rank more digital content. Yeah, to um, to make a ranking of our of our movies. We may get a chance to do actually record a review of the year. But the thing with this year is that we've been reviewing all year. Yeah. <laughs> like if you look, we've been pretty much fairly consistently putting out an episode per week. So if you want to know what we thought about some of the movies this year, go back and find that episode. Yep. If you want to know what we thought of Joker, you can find that. If you want to like, go back and find out what we thought of Avengers or whatever it happens to be, all those episodes now exist as part of our back catalogue. Um, so thank you, anyone who's been listening to us yeah. this year. Thank um, Massive, massive thank you. Like, you know, going through and sort of seeing our stats and seeing them raise across yeah, and the year and peaks and troughs. They and, always say that the first, you know, first couple of years of, starting a podcast are always tough in terms of finding your yeah. audience. So, and we've stuck with it, but we're really, really grateful for everyone who's, yeah. who's been listening. No, we can point. see that the people international as well. Like yeah. that's one of the things that we'd like to call out is that 
yeah, we're based. I'm sticking with the cannon. We're based on an oil rig in the North <laughs> Sea. Um, and a lot of our listeners are local. And a lot of the pe- our listeners might be people we know. But we do have quite an international sort of spread yeah, as well. Got, so it's really lovely to... Yeah, we've got a few in the States and stuff. Yeah. So any of you that are listening sort of from abroad or sort mm-hmm. of further out in the world, thank you. Um, yeah, and please continue to listen in 2020. Yeah. Um, yeah, so thanks for that, guys. We'll be back next year. Um, we'll, we might get a chance to review the year. If not, then we'll be reviewing something. There's a couple of things out the first week of January. There's the new Guy Ritchie film, The Gentleman. Yep. And there's also Jojo Rabbit. Yes. Both of which I wouldn't mind seeing. I think Jojo Rabbit would be my preference. Um, but we'll see when we're both back off sort of sabbaticals and when we can get yeah. back on mic. Um, but we'll, we'll, there will be more. The on will, cast will return, just like Palpatine. There won't be any explanation for it, but we'll return. <laughs> but that's what the fans want, so fuck it, just do it. Um, <laughs> Us and the studio will be back in the new year. Yeah. Um, so thank you, readers. Thanks, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, see you next time. May the force be with you. Yeah. Always. So I went to this Q&A um, that was hosted up in London, which had J.J. Abrams, um, a lot of the crew, like Chris Terrio was there, the writer, but also Daisy Ridley, Billy Dee Williams, uh, Anthony Daniels, mm-hmm. Richard E. Grant, um, and they had a Q&A with the audience. And it was it was a nice experience. And I sort of, I was, I'd just seen the film for the second time and I had still my issues with it, as we've just talked about. Yeah. And I was trying to formulate like the question that I wanted to ask. But I sort of like I was ready because I wanted like to attack. I wanted to like put them to task for things. I wanted to say like, why didn't Rose have anything to do? Or how come Kylo never said anything? Or whatever. Why do you think it was a good idea to introduce a new bad guy right in the third act? Yeah. But I was also listening to what they were saying and trying to take it all on board. And then people were asking questions about like the production, like and the guy yeah. was talking about how I built an entire blockade runner like full scale and he was yeah. really excited about it and, it's like, and the, JJ was talking about how amazing the British crew were yeah. and all the effort that went into the movie and I was just like I don't want to and then, then they were they were purposely calling out children there were some kids in the audience yeah. and they were just asking like really sweet questions like what's your favourite droid and like yeah. asking Daisy Ridley like what's your favourite spaceship yeah, like that and I didn't want to be like the butthurt angry fanboy going yeah. like um i think you'll find like where did he get all those star destroyers like i don't want to be that guy where did he get all those materials and so, where are actually, all the people also from? yeah who's who's piloting those star destroyers it's not, it's not very well thought out jj where did, we, where did they get their uniforms from where did they decide to go with the branding of black and red because that was not what the Empire was originally, was it? It was what the First Order are wearing now, so surely they would wear the same thing. Yeah, so basically, I, although I, I had plenty of questions, there are plenty of things that I wish I had yeah. sort of taken to task on. I didn't feel it was the right for But them. also, you're not one of those dickheads. I, I, and that's my biggest thing, and I've talked about it in this episode just now. I don't want to go, turn to the dark side. I don't want no. to be one of those guys who raged about no. The Last Jedi and, and, like, thing, you are and, better than that. and pulled everyone down. I don't want to pull people down for liking this. I don't this. want to ruin this. No, I don't. I don't want don't. to ruin Star Wars for anyone. I don't want I'm to. I'm just saying that I found it really disappointing. Yeah, And I too. don't think it's a good payoff. No, same here. Um, and yeah, my headcanon now, the Skywalker, yeah, the Skywalker saga ends with Episode Eight. Makes sense. The That's fine, Bobby. The Last Jedi, Luke goes, and there is still some story to tell. 
like it's but it's left on a positive like i can infer from the end of that that the galaxy rises up and overthrows the bad guys out of, because they're inspired yeah. by luke or not great or maybe they did something totally different or maybe they all started maybe the maybe the first order ended up actually being quite good don't know whatever but it, it's not this no <laughs> but yeah and that's about that's about it that's about all i've got to say about that yeah